0: You are Locked On Braves, your daily Atlanta Braves podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Braves, brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network, found where all your favorite podcasts are located. Google, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many, many more. Maybe you don't like going to podcasting apps on your own. Maybe you just want to say, hey, play me Locked On Braves. Good news is you can find us on your Google Voice and your Alexa or whatever smart device you may have, whether that be in your car or in your home. You can even play us out of that little iPad in your fridge if you're so fancy that you have one of those. Just say, play me Locked On Braves, and boom, here it is every day, Monday through Friday, keeping you abreast of everything you need to know about the Atlanta Braves and what they may or may not be doing. Locked On Podcast Network also provides you with your favorite shows from all your favorite teams, whether that be NFL, uh, basketball, hockey, baseball, whatever it is, you can find something for you on the Locked On Podcast Network. All right, so Braves fans, it is a wild day here on Monday. We're going to touch on all of that coming up. But uh, before we do, let's talk about the series with Cincinnati that went over the weekend. Uh, The Braves end up splitting that four-game series, uh, losing extra innings last night, which was a shame, especially when you consider how the Braves got to the tie game. Uh, And really, last night was a case of of, of leaving yourself open. You didn't help yourself a lot. I believe the Braves had... I want to say it was eleven runners in scoring position, and the and the Braves went zero for eleven. I believe it was something like that. So anytime you get numbers like that, it's a fair it's a fair indicator that you aren't going to win that game. Um, Julio Ron didn't have his best stuff. He issued six walks over his five innings. He didn't pitch really. He didn't pitch particularly badly. Uh, gave up three runs with those six walks. Had five strikeouts as well. Just wasn't as sharp as he could have been. The Reds didn't really chase much. And if you get a team that's going to be really disciplined to not chase, uh, that can spell bad things for Julio Tehran. Still been a really good season for him so far. I'm still very impressed by what he's been able to do this season. And I do think he's a guy that doesn't quite get the the credit he may have earned this season. I think we're all still a little... Gun-shy after the last two seasons with Julio, but it does need to be mentioned that Julio has had a phenomenal season by his standards and by many other standards across baseball right now, as everybody's kind of in a home run boom right now. Julio has been uh, probably his least home run prone of the last three years, especially. It's It's been good to see from Julio, and the Braves have needed it. Julio's been a guy you didn't really count on coming into this season. You kind of thought, ah, oh, he'll just eat some innings. But his, his contributions have been particularly noteworthy when you consider Kevin Gosman, who we'll talk about in a little bit, and Mike fulton along with the rookie trio of Kyle Wright, Bryce Wilson, and, tu- and uh, Tuki Toussaint have not been impressive. So Braves end up losing yesterday in extra innings after Ronald Acuna hits a majestic two-run homer to tie the game uh, in the ninth inning, and the Braves just fall short as Shane Green comes in and blows uh, his second outing. So Blue Save his first time out. Lost the game yesterday. Not a not a great two days to Shane Green's uh Atlanta Braves career, but I wouldn't push the panic button yet. There were some signs that this was going to come from Shane Green anyway. I've mentioned these before on the show. Uh his Babip against when he was in uh when he was in Detroit was something like a 178. It was almost Almost 150 points, closing out 200 points lower than his career average. Uh, he'd been throwing a cutter this year far more than he'd ever thrown in his career, up to almost 30% of his pitches. And a lot of times when you first break out a new pitch, you tend to do a little bit better with it because people haven't seen it as often. Uh, you will start to see the numbers regress a little bit. That 80.4% left on base rate is by far the highest of his major league career. Uh, he has a sixty about a 69% normally. Uh, had, a, had a ground ball rate that was almost almost 11 points higher than it was a season ago. Uh, And just looking at his ERA and FIP, uh, his ERA when he came over was under two. Now it's at 203. His FIP's at 402. That's a pretty good indicator that he's been lucky this season. Um, But all of that said, that is not to say that Shane Green is going to be bad or that the Braves lost the trade already, Uh, that it, it was a huge mistake to get him. I don't believe that at all. It just means that his numbers were bound for some regression. And if you go into it knowing what Shane Green is, then you'll still be happy. Relatively speaking, although it still hurts me to see that Joey Wentz is gone, Shane Green was a worthy addition to any of these ball clubs looking to compete in the postseason. Now, I am of the particular belief that he will not be the closer come playoff time, Uh, I think Mark Melanson will be the Braves' closer by the time October comes around. I think he's a guy that is finally starting to get healthy. He's got a lot of really, really good closer experience and really good experience in general just of being a very high-impact reliever. And I do think that the health had a lot to do with it, with his struggles for the last year and a half or so. Uh, so I'm looking forward to see what Melanson can do. Chris Martin, we've already seen a little bit this weekend. Love what Chris Martin brings to the table. When you've got a guy who you know is not going to walk anybody, that is a huge boon for this bullpen in particular, and really any bullpen. So. That to be said, I don't want you guys freaking out about Shane Green. His numbers will not be as good as they were in Detroit, but they will also not be as bad as they have been these first two times out. He will get better. Uh, He is still an upgrade over 90% of the bullpen that you had before. Uh, He's still probably better than Luke Jackson, too. I think the Braves got definitively better by adding three pieces to their bullpen that would all be considered better pitchers than who they had right now. So the Braves' bullpen is in a better spot the last two days notwithstanding than they were going into this. Now, they are heading. I did mention that there's some big league things to talk about. There's also a lot of minor league stuff to get to. So before we break for the first, before we break the first segment, I want to touch on some of the big league moves that are happening today. Uh, if you guys have been paying attention, you guys will notice that Kevin Gosman is no longer an Atlanta Brave. Kevin Gosman was DFA'd, uh, and the Reds picked him up, which means the Braves are no longer on the hook for the almost three million dollars that he is owed for the rest of the season. That will go to the Mark Melanson Fund uh, and. Apparently, Gosman's a the guy they tried to trade at the deadline, just weren't any takers. Shocker when you see that his 619 ERA didn't get any takers. Um, but it clears up a roster spot, which Mike Fultonevich has already taken. He will be starting tomorrow in Minnesota. It'll push Max Fried back a day to Wednesday. Uh, and for Fulty it's probably due faulty's been pitching really really well in AAA. a and and more importantly he's been carrying himself really well and they made it a point if you if you look at mark bowman's twitter um, makes it a point to mention that that anthopolis was happy with how he had been carrying himself when speaking to the coaches down there, which I think is a big deal. Because it's never been a question about, about arm talent with faulty It's always where his head's at. He uh, seems to be in the right place. He's pitched really well since being down there. We'll see if he can carry that over. Because it is no doubt that the Braves really want a shot going deep into the playoffs. They need a good Mike fulton average to anchor this ro- to anchor this rotation. If you've got any semblance of Fulton-Evich from last season... He can completely, completely redeem himself from his struggles early year. If he can catch fire here at the last part of the season and take the Braves into the postseason on a high note, that would make you feel a whole lot better when you're matching up with teams like the Cubs and the Dodgers. If you've got a good Mike Fultonevich, Dallas Keuchel, and Mike Soroka, you feel so much better than you would otherwise. Like I said, they're heading to Minnesota today as it'll be a battle of first place teams. Mike Soroka will be taking the bump for the Braves tonight. Anytime you've got Soroka on the mound, you feel good about your chances of winning. Uh, And this is going to be a really fun matchup. First off, um, I'm not particularly... I've kind of forgiven Minnesota for the whole Kent Herbeck thing uh, until I realized that they've put out bobbleheads for the Kent Herbeck play. In which case, screw you guys. I hope you never win again. They do have one player on their team that is fascinating to me for... All the right reasons, and that's Nelson Cruz. Nelson Cruz is a guy that just seems to get better and better and better as he gets older. He's going to have another season of forty home runs. Nelson Cruz is just—he's just incredible. I don't—I love guys like Nelson Cruz. If—if if the National League had a DH, I would have been clamoring so badly for him to have a spot on this team. He's a lot like to me. He's a lot like Adrian Beltre. Now he's not quite as fun-loving as Beltre, but you're talking about a guy that at thirty-nine years old. He's got almost 400 total home runs. He's sitting on 30 for this season, and he's kind of in a part-time role, really. So, um, he's the guy that the Braves are really going to have to watch out for in this series as he's in one of his home run streaks. And I, I love this Twins roster. I really like what they're doing. Rocco Baldelli has, is probably a shoe-in for manager of the year for the AL this year for what he's done with that Minnesota team. But this is a team that I do think the Braves can match up well against. Now, they hit a ton of home runs, and that is a little bit worrisome. Seeing as a lot of the Atlanta pitching staff can get a little home run prone. Uh, But overall, I think the Braves match up very, very well with Minnesota. They just acquired Sam Dyson, but he's already in the IL with a biceps issue, leaving Sergio Romo as the only guy that they had acquired. They've got a pretty good bullpen. Taylor Rogers kind of stands out to me. Uh, Lefty that does really, really well when he's given opportunities. But I'm liking the series. I always kind of like some of the interleague matchups. Um some more than others i like teams that we don't see a lot so i'm a big fan of playing minnesota Uh, i think it's a good it's a really really good club and the braves are a really good club so it should just be a fun series in total it does mean a later start time so 8 10 i believe is first pitch tonight um but i'm really excited to see what this braves team can do against another first place team now granted the al central is not necessarily the best division in the world but it's a good barometer for the braves and how they stack up so i'll be excited to see that When we come back, there's more transaction news to talk about as three very high-profile players get calls up. We'll talk about that and more coming up next right here on Locked On Braves. Okay, guys, let's talk about sex. Not just any sex. I'm talking about good sex, the kind you used to have back when you ruled the bedroom. Everybody, every man alive wants to have that confidence in the bedroom. And thanks to my friends at BlueChew.com, you can. Blue Chew is the first chewable ED pill with the same FDA active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you can take it with confidence. You can take them any time. So you can keep that spontaneity alive, and your wife will thank you for it. And guys, without ED, this isn't just for men with ED. This is for any guy who's looking to... Take that next step, who's ready to up their performance in the bedroom. Most guys talk the talk, stand out from the crowd with Blue Chew, and since Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped directly to your door, Blue Chew is cheaper and way less awkward than the other leading brands. Go to BlueChew.com Chew.com, use the promo code MLB to get your first shipment for free. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, BlueChew.com, promo code MLB to get your first shipment delivered discreetly to your door today. BlueChew.com, skip the awkwardness. i you Hey guys, welcome back to Locked on Braves. Like I said before the break, we still have a lot of transaction news to talk about, and this will be a little bit different. You guys know I kind of focus on the major league team for this particular podcast just because it is a shorter format, but we're going to talk about a lot of the minor league guys today. But before we really dig into those guys and why I'm so excited about today in particular, there are some things that we got to talk about. Really quickly on the Big League Club. Uh, the Braves desperately need Dansby Swanson to come back. And that's not words that I thought I would say at the beginning of the year. You guys have been riding with me all year, so you know I wasn't the biggest Dansby fan. Um, and you guys know I'm a huge Camargo fan. But right now, Johan Camargo's not cutting it. Um, the attitude doesn't look great at times. He, he just hasn't been able to get in the swing of things. And who knows what it is. It, it could just be a combination of he's not happy, he's just not playing well. Who knows what it is. But whatever the reason, he's just not he's just not playing well right now, and the Braves desperately need another guy in the lineup. They need Dansby Swanson back, because Dansby, what he was doing before he went down was outstanding work. Now, you're not going to get me to say that he was a top-five shortstop in baseball or any of that mess, but he was the he was a great complementary piece on this team. He was playing good defense, not great, but playing good defense, and playing very fundamentally sound defense, which is what we're missing the most. I've mentioned this before, but with the Braves being a team that defensively their range is a lot less than it was a year ago but when they have so many pitchers that rely on giving up contact what the Braves do so well and why it works out so well is they make the routine plays and Dancy Swanson is fantastic at making routine plays and not making errors on easy plays and that's what helps the pitchers out so much when they don't have to get an extra out when you know you got a weakness particularly in the bullpen Having good defensive play is paramount. And Dansby's doing it all with the bat, too. And that, I think, is kind of an underrated factor this year. Uh, Dansby being able to provide power and hitting very well in the two-hole, it helps lengthen this lineup. And now that he's out, you're running out uh, probably two or three guys in that lineup you necessarily don't want to run out. I'll be excited to see what they do here in Minnesota with the DH. Uh, We'll see if it's Adam Duvall or if it's Matt Joyce that ends up the DH. Should be fun to – or even – Austin Riley, who hasn't gotten a lot of playing time uh, since he's been in this struggle. We'll, we'll see what happens. Riley's put some good swings on the ball lately. Looks like he might be coming out of it. Um, but I think it's pretty telling at this point that when Dansby comes off the IL, which hopefully will happen soon, uh, looks like it'll probably be Johan Camargo who gets sent down to at least get some everyday at-bats and see if he can salvage something out of this year. Uh, so you'll you'll probably see Camargo go to Gwinnett, where he will be joined by four of the best prospects in the Brave system and three in the bet three of the best prospects in baseball. Period. So this is kind of a long time coming. Uh, Christian Pache I assumed was going to get the call up to Gwinnett as we got into August. Uh, August first was a full year that he'd spent in Double A, and it is well deserved by by Christian Pache, who is just an absolutely incredible player. Uh, to all those people who who questioned Pache and, and, oh, well, he's not going to hit because you hadn't seen him do it before. This is why you need to rely on guys who have seen players and have seen profiles. Christian Pache is an absolute monster of a man, about 6'2", probably about closing in on 200 pounds. Already the best defender in the minor leagues. If you were to put him on the major league roster today, you'd get top three defense in all of baseball. He's a guy who's very, very reminiscent of Byron Buxton. Uh, I don't know that he's quite as fast as Buxton, uh, but – that's the type of play you can look at. He is a true wizard in center field, and he is the center fielder of the future. There's some talk about, you know, people like when they see Ronald Acuna in center field. Uh, Pache is the center fielder from day one, and to see him get the call up to Gwinnett, where I expect him to really take off. He was hitting great in Double A, putting up a ton of power numbers, a ton of extra base hits and homers, uh, and that's with that's in a notorious pitcher's ballpark and a. Nor- and a, a a notorious pitcher's league. Now that you're seeing him in Gwinnett with this new baseball, I think his numbers are really going to jump off the page. And the same for Drew Waters, who gets the call up to AAA Gwinnett at 20 years old. Drew Waters has been absolutely stunning this year. He actually led Double A in extra base hits, uh, had a 145 weighted runs created plus, I believe. He's doing it all. He's played in great defense as well. He's another guy that can play center field, but will be in a corner outfield uh, in Atlanta. He's one of those guys that... I was a little shocked didn't get dealt if the Braves were looking for top tier and top tier starters. It would have been Drew Waters having to go. But that's good news for Braves fans is Drew Waters is absolutely electric. And this is a guy that still has a lot to work on. His right-handed swing is still significantly behind his left-handed swing. So if he can get that ironed out, the ceiling for, for Drew Waters offensively is almost limitless. He hits the ball extremely hard. He's got good speed. And he's extremely, extremely aggressive. And I mentioned before, the swag factor, the confidence factor for Drew Waters is absolutely through the roof. So great to see him and Pache move up together. And Ian Anderson gets the call up to Gwinnett as well after thoroughly dominating double a all season long and what he's been on since the the minor league all-star game has really just been incredible striking out uh i believe he leads the southern league in strikeouts i think he's number two in all of double a in strikeouts uh just absolutely great really good fastball that really kind of explodes out of his hand The curveball, I've mentioned before, the spin rates on the curveball are not great. Um, You'll get some some evaluators that will kind of ding him for that. But the changeup has come a long way, and if he can continue to use that three-pitch mix effectively – there, there's a lot to love about Ian Anderson. Also getting a call up is Tucker Davidson, who has had a great season as well. After spending a lot of the offseason at driveline along with Kyle Muller, Tucker Davidson has really established himself as a lefty to watch in this system. One of the reasons why the Braves felt comfortable trading Colby Allard was because they have so much improved depth from a lot of guys that they didn't quite expect this out of when they drafted them. Tucker Davidson was a 19th round pick, I believe, a guy that they assumed was going to be a reliever has come in this season and flat-out dominated, well-deserved call-up to AAA. The things that he and Jeremy Walker were doing this year, I I can't say enough good things. And Tucker Davidson is a guy that you might see get a call-up this year if he handles AAA – Uh, as well as he's handled every other league. You could see him or Ian Anderson get a call-up. Now, they'd have to clear a 40-man spot because neither of those are on the 40 right now, but Tucker Davidson does have to be on the 40-man after the season to protect him from the Rule 5. That's why I think he's got a little bit of an edge if you're talking about getting a call-up as opposed to an Ian Anderson, who they don't have to put on the 40-man this season, but we all expect to make Major League starts next year. As I mentioned, the Braves heading to Minnesota for an important series. This is a good barometer for where the Braves are at. The Minnesota offense is one of the best in all of baseball. I believe they lead baseball in home runs hit. They did a lot of work this offseason, and all of it seems to be working out for them. Should be a really, really fun series to watch. uh, These are two very exciting young teams. Uh, The Twins have a lot of kind of underrated talent. Guys like Jorge Polanco, uh, Nelson Cruz, maybe not underrated, but Max Kepler, really, really good player as well, having a great year. Uh, th- there's just a lot to like about them, and there's a lot to like about the Braves, so this is my favorite type of series. We see a lot of excitement going on between these two teams. Two teams that play very good baseball, uh, and two teams that are both in first place and will be gunning for it. So I am really excited. Remember, first, 8-10 first pitch, Mike Soroka will be taking on Jake Odorizzi, who is having a huge rebound season from a year ago. Should be a fun matchup. Hopefully the Braves can go out there and take the series from the Twins and kind of show everybody in the national stage that the Braves are here to stay. Hope you guys enjoy the show. Hope you guys enjoy the game tonight. We'll be back tomorrow. Same time, same place right here on Locked on Braves.